evening. The end of the Gemara, which we learned in Baba Kama, the Gemara gave us, told us about a Takana, where if a person steals a Kaira, a person steals a beam, and they go and build that beam into their house, even though normally we have Alokha that a person steals something and it's still Ben, they have a Chiv. And they're not given the option of paying for the chayfets and keeping the actual chayfets. A person steals a bike and he really likes that bike. He doesn't have the option of saying to the owner, I'm going to pay you the value of the bike and let me keep the bike. If the owner wants the bike back, he can say, give me my bike. Here with the beam, Chazami the Takona, because this beam has been built into a house and it's part of a whole structure, and to remove it now at this stage is going to cause major hefsedim to the gazan. So chazad rachmonus on the gazan, which is a different takana than the takana, slightly different takana um, than the, what we have, what we learned the last few weeks. And chazad said you can pay back the value of the beam. So here's a shaila: the beam getting stolen uh, doesn't happen so often. Uh, the only thing I can really think of of beams get stolen is in certain parts of the world when Kali Yisrael are very excited in the build-up to the Lagba Omer and you have children, some of whom are Ketanim, some of whom are Gedolim who look around for what they deem to be scraps of wood um, uh, although they might not ask too many questions before they uh, you know, import it to their major structure um, which has to be bigger than the structure around the corner. Um, and then you have some people who accidentally set fire to the neighboring structure prematurely so that their structure will be the tallest on the night. Um, so imagine a person's built a whole structure around a, a beam, and now you want to know, do you get that beam? But I don't think we make a takana about such a thing. Bifrat, where most of the beam probably needs to be returned. Most of the structure probably needs to be returned uh, to different places. But what we do find, what we do find, is situations with neighbors where they build or extend, and there's a question mark as to exactly where the party line is. Right? Any of you have ever looked at, at you know, when you, when you buy a, a, a property and you see a picture on the land registry where your property is outlined with the property in the garden, it's highly unscientific. Right, uh, uh, um, the amount of dinatory we've had, so we've called in mumchim, and they try and bring us riyas one way and the other way, and you measure up, and it, mumish, it, it's shockingly inaccurate, um, and and sometimes very hard to actually ascertain where a line was, especially if you find old pillars of a post which were there at the time. Were they there right? But they were there for years. Are they, are they the pillars from the post, or are they from something else? And numerous in it have had numerous different surveyors trying to ascertain clearly where really the party line goes, and it's especially uh, uh, true when you have prop- certain properties where the house goes in one direction and then takes a turn in the garden. A lot of the streets do, um, and then you try and work out exactly where is the boundary line. Um, it's very difficult. It's very difficult. But it's sometimes not that difficult that you can't work out that someone has actually done classic Hasagas Gavul, as in the original Hasagas Gavul. Hasagas Gavul literally is building 
taking your neighbor's property, right? So Sabbath school is, we use it as an encroaching on someone's area when it comes to competition, etc. In certain areas of Allah, much less than people think. But the original Asabah school, Kavul is a border, and Asabah school is where you literally gone over the border and you built. And sometimes you have Dinitaria, where person, where builders extended, especially if they think that their neighbor isn't paying too much attention, and, uh, you know, a little bit here, a little bit, a bit more, further down, uh, whatever, and, and before anyone realizes it, especially if there weren't proper fences between the properties, um, and, and all of a sudden someone comes along and says, one minute, but you just, you know, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I was away on the holiday, I come back, they poured cement, built on that, built on that, before you know it, there's a whole construction there, and in my opinion, it's gone, you know, five inches across my boundary, they go, oh, five inches, come on, you weren't using that area in any case, even if it's true, it's for sure not true, but even if it's true, what, what difference, five inches against you, I'm, I might want to extend one day, ah, you never, you've never been talking about, why do you need to extend, why do you need to extend, all your kids have left home already, what do you need to extend for, you know, they start giving you reasons why, whatever, you know, on the interior where, where they encroached so much that a person's shed ended up like collapsing from what was. Uh, what do you think that shed? I'll give you a hundred pounds for that shed. What do you think? You won't be able to sell that shed. I don't want your hundred pounds. I wanted that shed. I like that shed. How could anyone like such a shed? I like that shed. Right? You can imagine that. You know, I did a, 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 when I trained in commercial mediation. They said there's two areas which are the most, I think I might mention this before, one is, is medical malpractice, which obviously, and the other is territorial boundary disputes. Englishman's man's his castle, people get extremely emotionally involved over, over have said him, which for ten times that amount in another context, people are much calmer. You know, it's money, it's just money, it's a question of money. This is not money, you've invaded Right, it's like there's been a blitzkrieg when I went on holiday. And I've come back and the tanks are ready in my garden, and I'm not taking this lying down. And the more I think you think I'm going to take lying down, is where I'm going to show you the shitter. Not because, but it's um, necessarily even, but, but the principle. People like you need to be put in their place. You know, we, we right? once it's the principle, then forget it. We, you know, we're doomed. So, so it's a very interesting shiner. We've just said that a person takes a beam. And they put it into a structure, and they build the whole structure. So, Ba'etzem, because by taking down that beam, to give it back to you, which is Ba'etzem, what Apialoka, strictly speaking, you'd be entitled to. You're entitled to say, I want my beam back. But that's going to cause so many have him so much more than the value of the beam, the Chazami, the Takana, that no, you can pay him the value of the beam. So here's the Shaila. A person in crouches, three inches into your property. But they've done that all the way up, and that is the whole extension. And they can't take that down and move it up. Right? It, it doesn't work like that. If they've got to knock that down, they've got to knock down, basically, the, the whole extension is coming down. So they, the hezek that could come from taking down that structure is way, way more than the value of what they've encroached, potentially, into your property. And they're prepared to compensate you, let's say. Or let's say even they turn out in Bez and say, if the Bez and Taka find that I went over three inches into their garden, I'll, so tell me why I need to pay for that. But don't make me knock down, you know, uh, a massive extension here, which is much more hazard than the value of what, what if you want to sell three strip, you know, three inch strip for part of the garden, or not to the, the whole way along, you know, for the part, for the three meters that the extension went out, whatever it is, let me pay them for that. Right? Um, the difference, therefore, 
it's not a question of knocking the whole thing down, but you've got to reduce your building by the three inches or whatever it is. In other words, the rest of the structure that you've added on. But the reality is, once you put up a building like that, you, you can't you can't just well shave off that wall and and everything else will be fine. It, it, it's all interconnected. Pro- that's posh at the wall. In the, you know, it doesn't work. The whole you, you cannot take that down and leave a structure sound uh, construct most of the time. So that's what we need to see. That's exactly what we need to see. What I'm, what I'm saying is that you can put it say, if you'd never learned any of these halachas, then you'd say you're a ganaf. <laughs> I don't have tarachmanas. Right? But the moment you start hearing Takonas like that of the beam, like that last week for sure, the, the, the Takana of, of, you know, Gazan Mafurusan, but, but the Allah of a beam, it's not about whether I'm not entitled to my beam back, but it's I'm entitled to my beam back. The Chazal says in the greater scheme, what it's going to cost the Ganov to give you your beam back, Klape, what, you know, they're prepared, he's prepared to pay you the value of the beam. For that, Chazal made Takana. You're saying, Land might not be the same. The beam can be replaced, you're nowhere else off, so Correct. why shouldn't you? Okay. The land, you can't Okay. okay. It'd be interesting, because what happens if it's something which can't be replaced, but it still has a value? I mean, most things which can't be replaced, then the value is through the roof, unless the value, unless the value to you is, is not so much um, uh, yeah, sentimental, which Halakha doesn't normally recognize. But again, here, I'll give you money. With that money, you can buy a little bit of strip somewhere. Okay, not very much. <laughs> Go to Manchester or Gates, you can buy already. Then you get a whole garden. You know, whatever. I don't know. And I, I, I hear you. We're about to see. About to see that. I just wanted to, before we get into the Shaila, to, to open one's eyes why Bechlal, this might be a Shaila, right? Because otherwise, before we start, then Bechlal, what's a Shaila? You're here. Shlake it in. Take it down. I don't care. It's not, it's not my problem. You should have thought about that before you, you know. And, I, and I'm telling you, we've seen cases where Poshut, they knew exactly what they were doing. Poshut knew exactly what they were doing. They, they thought they'd get away with it. They, they realized if they have to go within the proper shear, then it's going to, you know, cramp their idea of what they wanted to make. And, yeah, but it's in the garden. Yeah, no, no, he's never going to know. He's never going to know. And there are cases where, where Bechal, they didn't. You look at the boundary line and it's very, very hard to get a clear... Sorry? Twelve years ago, ten years ago, about Mesa, you have people build something which you need to do. Again, so there, there's a, a, a shy of what your rights are in, in halacha and how much of that is dependent on your rights legally. Um, that 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 comes on there as well, and and also what also comes in the halacha of our kois, right, is what neighbors often want to do in such a situation. Is they want to get an injunction before they pour cement. Right? Because once they pour cement, they're going to be in exactly this shile, and they don't know what the answer to this shile is. So, I don't want them pouring cement. Before they pour cement, I need to stop them. So, a person runs off to court and puts an injunction. And now, I've got an injunction in place, I can go to Besden. But I want to get an injunction there. And there's a true ratio whether that's called Masir or not, whether that's our, our choice or not our choice. And he says that's not our choice, because you're not asking the court to decide. You're asking the court to freeze it as it is. That you can then go to Bezin. Now, for some things, Bezin can put an ikle, but ikle of Bezin isn't as tight as, as a court injunction. Right? Ikle of Bezin is worth however much people are going to follow Bezin. But if you, they don't follow Bezin, there's not a whole lot you can do about it. 
a court injunction, it's illegal. They, if they go ahead and breach that and go ahead and pour cement, then, then you know, the least of their problems is going to be the fact they have to take it down. So, so you know, that, that, that's, that, that's where we touch on some of those things as well. How would, how would you invoke the injunction? A person injunction? No, if or the court imposes an injunction, you have to go back to the court to... No, then, yeah, then you can say that, that we, we'd like to uh, we'd like to now settle that the ca- have the case actually arbitrated on embezzlement. No, but if they do p- pour the concrete. No, that, that, so then you'll ask uh, again. You could go to embezzlement, but we could say to embezzlement, I put an injunction in court, so can I have a shush to enforce it in no, court because they didn't. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, especially as the injunction that the court may award things which you wouldn't necessarily get embezzlement. Right. So now let, let, let's uh, uh, um, begin this shiner. Which now, apologies, in order to save paper, and I want it all on one page, so you have to you have to bear with me. Uh, you have to uh, on the bottom right hand corner, one of the two sides is a one, which is the beginning of the shaila. But then you turn over, and then we'll turn back when we get to the shaila. So, on the bottom right hand corner, the shaila is as follows. This is Rib Zafrani again. We've learned him a number of times before. Um, shaila, Maisa b'shte amudis. Binyonim, show you smuchim zeh itzazeh. There are two uh, uh, um, pillars or, or, or outside structures of buildings which are near each other. There are eight meters between these two buildings. So you've got these two buildings over here. Alfie, if you can pass me down the tissue box. You've got these two buildings over here. And here is the, the boundary line in between. Right? And you've got four meters one way, four meters the other way. So the intention is that both of them are, are going to build out up to the, the line. I don't know if we're talking anywhere here about planning commission or planning commission. So it is so. And effectively, what that will do on this building, because not just talking about a house here, it's about a building, right? and then build all that, what they'll do is they'll, they'll give everyone an extra bedroom. Right? This extra four meters across will give each building, the dearest, an, an extra bedroom. Right? Or extra room, which is normally therefore called an extra bedroom. Unfortunately, so let me do it this way. Unfortunately, what happened was this building built out first. So they agreed in principle, we're going to go up to the boundary line here, and then you can also come out to the boundary line in Layuhudim. Of course, we're ahead of the game. And sure enough, shock, this Kaplan who built it went out an extra meter. So there's now three meters left for this building. And this meets building got five meters, right? So now you've got a turnover. Top right hand corner number two. So there's five meters that he's got now here, and there's only three meters for the neighbor. So the building, this is we're going to use for the purposes of the experiment, this as the smaller tissue box, as the Nebuch building, who I left with three, three meters, right? And they turn around to Mr. Big, the big building now, and they say that, that, who now let's put them already over here, 
right? Because they've already extended out, uh, 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 you know, up to their building. And they say, you've got to tear it down. Right? You've got to tear it down. One meter, you're in our shetach. You've got to get rid of it. You left us with only three meters. They're saying, the people who live in the building, we didn't ask for this. The Kablan who did it, he, did, he didn't check with us. It wasn't our fault. So now that he's done it, so building over here, and now saying, you know what, you're right, we're not arguing with you. No one, so here you have the Maila, which we often don't have in Dine Terrier, no one's disputing the facts that they've gone one meter over. Often we have a Shaila, where exactly is the boundary, and try and work it out, and it's a nightmare. But here they, they, they're fully masking. Do the math. There's three meters from our wall to yours, that means we've gone another meter over, because there were eight to start off with. But they're saying, we didn't do it. The Kabbalan did it for us. We didn't ask him to do it. But now that he's done it, if you're making that way, and we paid him for it, right? If you ask him, us to tear down this, this whole structure, it's going to cost a fortune of money. Rather, let us compensate you for the fact that we've taken one meter of your land. Why is it their problem? It's the Kabbalan's problem, then. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck with him. Right? <laughs> but in the meanwhile, they're saying, no, why is it whose problem? Why is it whose problem? I don't believe the Kabbalah would build an extra meter if he wasn't paid for it. So, I mean, were they saying... No, he may... He, no, no, no. I mean, the Kabbalah might have turned around and said, this is what I charge for this building. They don't follow how many meters you're going out, how many meters going out. They've got no idea. So he charged them per square meter, Lebashal. Maybe. Maybe they paid for it, but in Labdafka, did they realize that this meant encroaching a meter into the neighbor's territory? You know, they... they some of the people who own these dealers might not live there, Bechlal, they might live wherever. It depends on the circumstances, but... They're, they're, let's go. With, let's go with the, with what they're saying as being Emmas. Exactly the Kabbalan knew exactly what he was doing. The Kabbalan knew what he was doing. He's only the agents of the building. Sorry. He's only the agents of the building. The building is still the ones liable for what they have got. He is. He is. Um, uh, the, they have a tie against the Kabbalan, but neighbors against the neighbor. That's the tally. Again, if they have to pay out damages, they may turn around and either try and get it back off the Kabbalan or say, but at least we we gained an extra meter, so you know it swings around about. It might be worth it for us. But it's but, not just the extra meter, because the meter means that the other uh, building is going to be so much smaller, and therefore you can't have so many rooms in it, or not the size, size rooms. Or correct. Whatever. So in order that none has sleepless nights between now and when we get to finish this chuva, we're going to already read now the chuva before we read the Makarios to it. Right? Yes, exactly. Kavya is all those who... Yeah. Mukhiyovim said chuva. So Zafani Paskins as follows. Mukhiyovim bali abinyan arishin lesoisui. They are to cut to, to, to tear down the building part that's over that meter. Because we like your point, because with land itself, we don't make this takana of takana sashovim. This takana sashovsaveda is a very interesting takana which we're going to see. I don't remember if we've ever come across it before. Uh, any of you who've ever learned Elimetzias have come across it. But, but there's a lachat if a person, two people are walking together and somebody's got a, a jug full of oil or somebody's got a jug full of honey uh, or, or, or wine, honey, whatever, where honey is the more expensive uh, uh, commodity and the jug of honey cracks, then the person with the jug with the cheaper schera is mukhuyu to pour it out to use his jug to save the more expensive goods of his friend. And then they'll be able to charge him back for the loss which he incurred. Right? So, so you have a, a concept of, of Ashavah Saveda 
where it's not a Shabbos Avi, the classic, that a person's lost something, doesn't know what, what, where it is, and you find it, etc. It's a Shabbos Avi where, where a person's about to lose money, and you're the only one who can save them from losing money, but to save them, you're going to incur costs, which we also find in a Shabbos Avi, a person can have to take off work, uh, in order to save this chifetz, whether it's worth it, not worth it, etc., etc. So, so that is a, is a Takana. So, so here we're saying, that in a way, one could argue, Imagine if there is, if it is shy to put a value on that meter. Imagine we could put a value on it, right? Sometimes, for example, you have a situation where they say up front to the neighbors, we want to buy off you that meter so that we can buy, build out five meters, right? There are ways of working out what the land is worth, right? And imagine that whatever that figure is, it's considerably less than the figure of now knocking down this whole construction. Remember, we haven't been told you how many floors it is, but you know, we could be talking about a serious construction. So, one could say, one could say, ah, if, if I'm walking along with my wine, and my wine is worth less than your honey, right? I like my wine, I don't want to pour out my wine, but you've got your honey, and now your only honey is going to pour away if I don't quickly pour out my wine and take the jug and save your honey. I'm a to save your honey because it's going to save you money in the grand scheme. You'll pay me back for my wine, but it's better for me to take a small loss than what you have a big loss. That's the musug of this Takonas Hashavah Saveta, which we're going to see in more detail. And again, it's a, it's a similar concept which you could apply here and say that since by, by tearing down this building, incurring, let's say, 100,000 pounds of hefzad to pay them, to give them back their meat of land, which is worth 50,000 pounds, the marshal, let's pay, we'll pay you the 50, we'll pay you 60, but, but don't, don't make us have this massive hefzad. Right? That, that's what one could say and say, no, we don't say that either. Why? Because of your horror. Because the Nakuda is Ain Mechaivin Lotum Lahashkis is Nachlosi Lumoicha. Person's not Mukhu to throw away their inheritance. Now you have to see is this Dafka land now it's Israel, is this land anywhere? You're not Mukhu to give up your land. Right? Again, land is different than money. You're not Mukhu to give up your land and, and, and sell it. I don't want to do it. I don't want it. We want our land. But when Yucha but didn't it done, especially in a scenario like this. If you leave them with only three meters, they can't do anything with three meters. It's not enough, but proper room. So it's not just a question of the fact you've taken their land. It's by taking their land, that land rules out them from being able to be able to do anything proper with what's left. So it's it's a real hezek for them. That's really a whole different a whole different shaila. If you shame it to a lesser Beshetach Hamatsumsum, Shanaisa, because it's not worth anything having them this limited space that they're left with. In Cain, my chazis is chashib reshenum, achesh and hefseb niyosum shashim. Why should we start worrying about the first guys at the loss of the second guys being able to build? While Cain nearly the dinner, the Muchyovma reshenum lister is plishosum, and Muchyov to take down the excess that goes over into the neighbor's land. Unless, as they say, everything's got its price. Right? So, so if you turn around and you're coming midin and now uh, we just pay the value, that we want the din for. But now that the din is passed, that we're within our rights to tell you to take down that whole thing, right? So bear in mind, it's not just a question of money. It's the, the money, it's time. It's noise. It's everything, right? You're going to tear down this construction. You're going to put back up. Is it going to be done properly? What, where, how? Uh, etc., etc., etc. So now that the neighbors are one of the interior, 
Right, let's say, for argument's sake, as a moshul, it's going to cost £100,000 building. Building costs, right? They're now going to be thrown away. So, but really, the cost of that loan would be 50. So now they could turn around and say, listen here, we've got suck. We're entitled to say, take it down. That's going to cost you £100,000. And all that argue. And who knows what happens if material costs go up in the meanwhile for your rebuild and who knows, however. You want us to be Mavata right off that meter? £80,000. £90,000. What well, 150,000, whatever, right? You know, but uh, uh, we often find this in in, in the interior. We find it's very interesting. You, you find it in two slightly different uh, ways. One time you find it that a person be'etzem is prepared to pay, but he's not prepared to pay what he's being asked to pay. So, so what he wants is he wants to have an interior. He wants the interior to turn around and say he's not mechul to pay at all, and then he'll pay what he wanted to pay. Because he wants to be a nice guy, but he knows that if he doesn't go into the interior and show the other person that he's won, then any penny he pays less than what the guy's asking, the guy's gonna even if he's mavata, he's gonna think he's a ganav. So instead of getting the brownie points he wants for being a tzaddik, he's gonna think he's a ganav. Right? You often find that in a, in, in a pshara that no one's happy. That's a sign it's a good pshara. Right? It's a bit like a rov. If everyone's happy with him, it's not normally so good. But 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 that's him. So so. Uh, um, um, don't quote me on that. One. So, 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 so the Maisa, when 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 he wins the Dintura, now he doesn't mind actually paying because now he's the Tzaddik, right? And the Bezin sometimes can look at him and say, well, "You went through this whole Dintura only to pay, and then so why don't you pay?" No, because psychologically it's a different. Now I'm paying. Yana gets to feel like a Shnora. I get to feel like a Grosa, you know, a Bal Chesed. And that's excellent. That's that's one scenario. But sometimes you find a scenario. Well, they'll, they'll go through the interior, and honestly, I've forgotten how this works. Oh, fuck it. Exactly the scenario here. They'll go through the interior as if they're not interested in anything other than taking down the building. They want that meter. They want the meter. Why? Because we want to be able to build, etc. And the neighbors will say, they're never going to build. I'm telling you, they're never, I'm not talking about building, uh, 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 I'm talking about houses. I right? have neighbors next door. So he's been living here 60 years, he hasn't done an extension there. He's got no intention of doing an extension. Now, Vos, you're going to tell me because when he sells his house, how much difference it's going to make? Uh, minuscule. No, I want to build, I want to be able to build. And really, what's going on is, is just a bargaining position. It's, it's, it's the, if the Psaac goes their way that they're entitled to tell you to tear it all down, they'll be able to get off you much more money. So, so, you know. But the mice, if they're entitled, they're entitled. It depends on circumstances, right? But, you know, uh, sometimes people look, uh, you know, we find often, unfortunately, the, the, the Midas HaKinah can, can come to play. Uh, we once had a situation where one person, I might have mentioned it here many years ago, where, where one person built an extension that was at the time the biggest extension on the street, biggest house on the street. And then the neighbor right next to them came and built a bigger extension than them. It's Yitochen that they only got planning permission because the neighbor's house was so big and then whatever. But this is Mamish now, the biggest on that. And they couldn't fucking in it. They just, and, and you can't translate fucking, right? They just couldn't fucking in it. They, you know, and, and not only that, they've got to put through, up with the noise and the neighbors and the, and, and the builders and everything only to lose their status as top dog on the street. It was just, uh, and, and, and really that was the psychology of all the fuss they were making about everything and the neighbor parked a little bit over their, their, their driveway and they came and keyed the car and also there you go and it went complete people normal stable people lost all sense of rationale and and and, and, and seichel 
It's about screaming and swearing in shul of each other across the shul. Lost all sense of ever. But really, if one had to boil it down, uh, they'd never believe it and they'd never be masking that was what was going on. But I need cotton. That's what I'm convinced was really going on. It's just they just couldn't bear Yenapab such a such a fear. I think somewhere in, along the lines, there was a lotion even like why they even need such a big extension. Right. There was this interior many years ago, and and Diane Posen, uh, Zetzal, different Posen cousin, third cousin, uh, was on the interior, and it was it was the interior about millions of pounds, and in those days, millions of pounds was a lot of money. And 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 Diane Posen said, "What do you need so much money for?" <laughs> it's a real Yakisha <laughs> approach, you know. That's not Mamashai goes. If, if that's their money, that's their money. It's irrelevant to the interior. Put a Khmer, and that's, you, you know. But, uh, you know, sometimes you, you have to be able to understand your Balidinim if you, if you want to know what's going on. Achaponim. So, let's see now the, 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 the truth inside. Makarios and Mukim. So, we've got a number of different points which we need to go through. Is he, is, is it Shiva encouraging him to pay and to do it? Or is he saying he's perfectly within his rights and he's so, so actually required them to The Mashmal, again, sometimes you have a, a Besden who, who, I think we've discussed this many years ago, the difference between Pshara and Din, or Karvla Din, Historically, uh, Botidinim, especially here in England, used to do Pshara, but Pshara... Like, like you want a hundred thousand pounds? He says he doesn't owe you. Let's go. I'm paying fifty. It should be good. Like flip, flipping a coin, almost. With very, very limited knowledge in Cheshemishah and very limited application of Cheshemishah. Sometimes people at times are not even stopped to read the stories and, 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 and it resulted in people losing faith in the Bezin system and going to court. Uh, that was one reason why they went to court. Upon not justifying, but understanding, analyzing. So. As a result of that, even though in halacha states that when people come to you, I'm meant to strongly encourage them to make a pshar. Um, Botidinim nowadays are much less likely to to force a proper pshar on Balidinim, unless they're masking, you know, to, to some kind of pshar. Although there's a certain flexibility and, and, and leeway that is normally in there to give the Dayanim a certain degree, for example, where the halacha is not so clear and where the facts aren't so clear. But by and large, now, this lotion, the way I'm reading it, is that, again, this is, first of all, we make an assumption there's a real shayla, yeah. which you don't always know in, in Chulasar. Um, but, but assuming it's a real shayla, the, the lotion I'm reading is that, that with that in mind, uh, you know, this is a, a highly emotional case, and, and Diana probably felt that they had to make the halacha clear. And only after that would, you know, if, if, would there be any possibility of the two sides reaching an, an agreement? And that's the way I read this lashon here. So he's making a point. If they do that, they're being mavata. They're not mechuyev to be mavata. So you want to mavata if you can reach the figure that they're happy to take to be mavata. Good luck. But they're not the shlechters here. They're fully entitled to ask you to take it down. You should know. So sometimes it's dayanim in order to, to, to uh, set it up for abshara, you first have to make certain ground rules clear, right? Uh, you have, you have a, 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 um, I'm just 
trying to change certain facts in a case recently. Um, let's pick, for example, now I'm going to pick a completely different case. Uh, we discussed this many times over the years. Imagine you have a Yerusha case, right? Yeah, yeah, you have a Yerusha case, and they're brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters, no tzavah, right? And the brothers turn around and they say, we, we our, our parents lived without tzavah, we're prepared to give our sisters uh, um, 50% of what we, or what each boy gives, we're going to give the girls 50%. It's like in line with the original Chatsi Zacha. Right? Each girl get half of what their brother, uh, each brother gets. And the girls are turning around and saying, Mapitam, um, you know, Api Halacha, maybe one way or another, but we know we can bring Raya's, what our father always said, he's dividing equally, etc., etc., etc. Right? Now, if you have that in front of you in a Dintayra, says Dayonim, you have a choice. You can sit and pask in the case, but then, but um, what's going to happen in the Mishwacha? Right, that's when you pass in the case, and you're going to pass in. Let's say you're going to, it's without knowing all the information, but up front it looks like it might well end up very clear that the boy's going to walk away with everything, and the mishrach is going to be a mess. Right, on the other hand, you know that the brothers are offering fifty percent, but 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 at them they're only offering fifty percent bechlal lemanasholim. Now, is it going to achieve that shalom? Calls among the sisters think that they're entitled to equal. Then everything they're getting less, their brothers are ripping them off on a technicality. Right? <coughs> so, so, if they can't be given some kind of direction at the beginning, and then encouraged to go and, 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 and work out something, Besnu will want them to work out something, because just to go all the way to a psak, <coughs> is, it, they'll be clear in the halacha, but there's not going to be shalom in the mishwacha. On the other hand, they're never going to be able to reach an agreement themselves, because the they've got this idea in their head that they're, you know, Fully entitled. Is that the duty of the dine? Mm-hmm. The duty of the dine is to try to encourage. Yes, the duty of the dine is, if the parties can't make shalom, we will make a psak. We will issue a psak. But if we can encourage a situation where the shalom created, a hundred percent, we encourage that. Where where this line, where they cross that line, where we're not allowed to do that, is when it becomes crystal clear to Diana what that locha is. Right, so that's that why I was very careful I framed it before. If it's clear at the beginning which direction it's looking, but you haven't had all the information, you haven't had all the information yet, and there may be some star somewhere, maybe there's a, something which is sufficient, we call it the English will, and then will that work in halacha? Uh, there, there's certain areas which are still outstanding. You can you can still broker a, a pshara. If, uh, uh, um, once you know the halacha clearly in this case, you're not allowed to push a pshara yourself, because you know that that they're not mechoyed to the Rupshara. You can still say, listen, whatever you, agreement you want to broker yourselves, between yourselves, before we've issued a psaq, that's lachrava. Right? Sometimes, what often happens in a interior, very often, is it's the first time both sides have begun to understand where the other side's coming from. Why? Because we don't let interruptions. Right? Normally a person's only gears is such that if ever the person starts to talk they talk back, they over-talk them, they talk them down, they hacking with their tie and they hear their, or they just can't hear it, or there's been no communication, right? So, but so we've got no idea. You build up gag, 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 you think they're Meshuggerim, they think you're Meshuggerim, and you're, 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 you're all at war, right? Here, all of a sudden, you, you have to do two things. Number one, you have to be quiet and listen to what the other side is saying. Number two, because you're sitting in the bezin, 
you're going to have to give a little bit of thought. How does this sound to the Dayanim? Like I'm in a din Torah. So how how does this sound to a third party who, who doesn't have minor gears and doesn't know what I know? And and automatically that makes you listen to it differently. Automatically you realise there's a different side to this I've never actually thought of. You then have a sophic. Are they lying or is it true what they're saying? Right? They don't have the same sophic, but they don't have your nagiyas. Right? But 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 you you begin to hear that actually it's possible. Yeah, and sometimes you know Diana will stop the Baladim and say, did, did you hear? Did you hear what he said? Tell me tell me what you think he said. Just just did you understand? We want to make sure you understood what he said. Now you could then you can argue and argue, but if you haven't heard what he said, you can't argue because you know, we, we don't know, we weren't there. But but you know, uh, uh, along the way, sometimes all of a sudden people realise for the first time what they actually mean. What's important? What's the nakuda here? Sometimes you'll feel the pain. Sometimes you'll feel the 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 the, the, the ba'avl that they feel that, that what you've done to them. And now all of a sudden, actually realise, you know, maybe I didn't quite look at it like that. I didn't realise. I didn't whatever. And sometimes the person will turn around and will say that um, you know this person is very busy. Sometimes we'll intentionally take long on Absa. So we're very busy and uh, you know so you've got probably a month now to, to see if you can work out between the two sides. If you can't please that person no and we'll cut we'll, we'll, we'll go ahead with Absa. We've got no problem issuing Absa. But if you can work out between the two of you then you know shoot them. Partners. They've been working together for years and now all of a sudden they fall out and come to Besan. Besan issue Absa they're not carrying on as partners. Right, the partnership's finished, but if they can work it out together, uh, you know. If, if, if you know the stuff, you see that's quite clear. Why can't you still say this is the stuff? What we recommend you can show. Why, why can't you? So, so we, again, once it's clear, we can't push a certain show. We can tell them you can go away and work out whatever you can work out between yourselves, but we can't suggest a pshara if we know that our pialocha one side is not mechuyev to, 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 to pay anything. Because later, this is a locha, and, and we can pass them. But our solemn bias or solemn whatever, we, we suggest that you perhaps still try and find a we, we can only say that if we tell them what the halacha is. But we can't not tell them the halacha and encourage them to make a pshara as if there's, you know, you don't know if you're... Normally, pshara is made because people don't know. What are my odds? You know, if I go to the thing, how, how am I likely am I to win, not win, what are my costs? I'll make a calculated uh, decision. Plus, the shalom factor. But, but, but... Yes, you're, you're right. If a dying turns around and says, for example, to the boys, um, by the way, in front of their sisters, Al Pialocha, you're entitled to all the money here, right? But we strongly encourage you to reach some agreement with your sisters, the Man HaSholem, because you know that your mother really, if she would have known this, would have done this. You can do that. But but that's not, you know, that's a, that's a matona. And then the sisters feel, we don't want your mother, we don't, we don't need your chesed. Thank you, you know. Yeah, you understand? It's yeah. very different than if before you've issued what the halacha is, you say chaval. If the siblings could go and work out together, we will give you a general uh, guidance that you should be aware. Al pi halacha It's not a secret. You have to come to Bezin to find that out. Daughters don't inherit unless there's something that changes the default position. But again, we haven't had all the angles here. There might be angles here. We don't know. I've got no idea. But if leman hashon siblings can work out between themselves, how is that mishuva? Uh, something like that means that you've already given the girls a bit of a ah, I hear what you're saying, or not. They might say I don't care. They might say you're going to get off on halachic technical grounds. But bottom line, you know and I know what mummy wanted, and if you're not prepared to do that, thank you very much. Uh, I hear it. I, a psychologically, I can hear that. I can understand that approach. 
you know. Uh, so, sorry? In order to achieve a Bashar, are the Dayan allowed to uh, speak to one party without the other party being present? Uh, n- not if we're going to still Paskin on the case. Well, you don't know that until, and, uh, unless they're going to have yeah, a Yeah, so, so it's a problem. It's a problem. Unless we get a shush from both parties to do that, then it can, it can be a problem. To be continued, Mr.